0: Hello and welcome to the Fertility and Femtech podcast, brought to you by Zonas, where we aim to educate you on all taboo topics in women's health. You can learn more on our YouTube channel or at yourzonas.com. Hi everyone, I am Dr. Ravina, NHS doctor specialised in women's health, and I'd like to welcome you to this dedicated channel for women's health. Today, I have a really special guest, and he's one of my dear friends. He's actually from my medical school, and we went to medical school together. He's Dr. Ragu, he's an oncology doctor. And so for those of you that don't know, Oncology is a cancer doctor, and you can probably see my friends in the background. We're actually um, on a break, we're on a staycation, in a cottage, in the countryside, it's really beautiful. And so we've just gone for a country walk, and we thought, you know what? Why not use this opportunity to give a little bit more women's health information specifically for cancer? So welcome to the channel.
1: Glad to be here, Marina. Thank
0: you, Dr. Raghu. And Raghu has so much experience in, uh, not just um, all cancers, but specifically in gynae cancers. So today we'll be talking about breast cancer, and Raghu's gonna just talk us through what to look for if you find a lump, some of the symptoms you're gonna have, you might have, um, what happens if you have symptoms, and the next course of action in terms of investigations, and also some treatments that you have. So, let's dive straight in. So, what is our first question? Okay, so question number one. What signs and symptoms should we be looking out for in breast cancer?
1: Uh, so that's a really important question, uh, Ravina. The commonest sign and symptoms with breast cancer is a lump in the breast. Right. But other symptoms include thickening of the breast tissue. Mm. You can also notice, which people don't know as much, is changes in the skin. So puckering, dimpling of the skin, or even redness in the skin which doesn't Mm. go away. Mm. Other signs of breast cancer include nipple discharge. So especially if you're not pregnant or breastfeeding. So that's a symptom to report to your doctor. Mm. And another symptom to be aware of is change in the nipple position. So we call nipple inversion. Okay. Um, and any any of those symptoms are symptoms you should see your doctor about straight away. Okay, so
0: nipple inversion is basically the nipple going inwards,
1: inwards or even a positional change in the nipple. But so if it's a bit
0: higher, if it's a bit lower. More,
1: yeah, more the more the inversion, but. Inversion,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but the other important one really is um, the lump in the breast.
0: Lump in the breast, okay.
1: And even in the just underneath in the armpit region as well, it's something to watch out for.
0: In the here, okay. So you might have seen some campaigns about checking your breasts. So that's obviously a key way um, to check the lumps in the breast as, as that's one of the key symptoms. So what we can do is can link the breast examination down below so you can just check on what the technique is to, to do a breast exam.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Question number two. So say you found a lump in your breast and then you go to see your GP. A lot of women have a lot of anxiety about what actually happens next. They yeah. worry about, OK, so so what? I've, I've got a lump. And then you may be referred, which is usually the likely thing. And in, in the NHS, in the UK, you get referred under a two-week wait. And then you're left wondering, OK, right, so I have to wait two weeks. What am I expected to do in that time? And when I do, do go to my appointment, what are they going to do? Yeah. And there's lots of information on Google and on the internet But Raghu, tell us what actually happens when you wait two weeks and you get to that appointment.
1: So firstly, when when you first go to see your GP, do ask them about the process which happens locally. So there's always different uh, processes in the local area. But usually what happens is when you go see your general practitioner uh, with a lump, they will do an examination Mm -hmm. and refer you to a breast specialist. So there are breast clinics are run by doctors who specialise in breast cancer and other breast problems. Um, the next step is you'll be seen by them, they'll do an examination, yeah. they'll likely rec- do, take a sample of this lump, which is usually what's called a biopsy, they may put some local anaesthetic a numbing agent, yeah. and then take a small sample of tissue which the doctor then looks under the, the, the microscope yeah. to see if these cells look like breast tissue or normal breast cells, or are these cells abnormal which are concerning of breast cancer. Right there are other causes of a breast lump. So there are other benign could be called benign to so non cancerous conditions, which are not serious, which can cause a breast lump. But it's still very important to have that examined and checked out. And really, the best way to tell if this lump is Either cancer or not is by taking that sample. Mm-hmm. The other, also important, test to tell if it's uh, ca- you know not cancerous is an imaging imaging modality, which could mm-hmm. be either a mammogram or an ultrasound. So there are we call it a triple assessment. It is you will have an examination by a specialist, um, imaging, and you may have a biopsy. Once that's happened, the biopsy takes you know at least usually a week to come back for the results. And then the breast surgeon will go through the results with you and hopefully this is you know hopefully the lump is not cancerous in which yeah. case he can talk to you about the treatment options um you know for that but if it is um you know a cancerous lesion then there's the next step would be where all everything will be discussed in a, a meeting of yeah. breast surgeon pathologists who are the doctors who specialize in looking at the cells yeah. um radiologists who are doctors who, who specialize in ultrasound and imaging, um, then also oncologists, well, which I specialise in, who specialise in giving anti-cancer treatment, and uh, all these doctors put their, you know, expertise together to come up with the best plan for you.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. So it's a very tailored sort of technique yeah. in terms of the treatment. Yes. Exactly.
1: Person. So if you know, as I said, you have three. You have these three tests. Yeah. Examination, imaging, and plus or minus a biopsy. Mm-hmm. And then if it's not cancerous excellent you know the surgeon will talk to you about that if it is cancerous then you go on to um they, they discuss your test in a results in a meeting and they they will tailor a treatment plan based on uh, on all of those factors
0: yeah yeah no that's that's really interesting you can tell how clever ragu is because he can literally just tell you all he needs all you need to know about the investigations just from the top of his head no nerves no, no nothing okay so question number three So we've spoken about the signs and symptoms, spoken about the investigations. Now, if you've got a diagnosis of breast cancer, it can be so mentally and emotionally draining. And what you actually want to know is what can be done about it? What treatment can we give for this? And what are the chances of survival? And you know, you have so many questions about what this means for your life. So the next question is, what treatments are available for breast cancer?
1: Um, so firstly, you know i'd like to say that treatment these days are very individualized and personalized, mm-hmm. so the treatments I will talk about are general treatments for breast cancer. however, the treatment if you know in the, if unfortunately if you ever you or someone you know does have breast cancer, the treatment they will be offered as I said will be made from a decision of a number of doctors and it will again be personalized to you. Mm. Um, so the, generally, the treatment again depends on the stage of the cancer. Stage one being cancer, the breast cancer is just located in the breast, yeah. and the sta- going to up to stage four, which is you know unfortunately where the breast cancer cells have moved outside the breast tissue, and these cells are in other parts of the. So for stage one or early stage breast cancer. Um, The treatment is generally a combination of surgery to Mm. remove the lump, Mm. and most patients will have some form of radiotherapy treatment. Again, this will be given after surgery to really reduce the risk of cancer coming back. Depending on the type of cancer risk, some patients will be put on hormonal treatment because some of the cancers respond to uh, are sensitive to estrogen. Um, And then again, it's all very personalized and individualized, but we often calculate the risk of this we also calculate the risk of this coming back and in some patients who are deemed to have higher risk of coming back, we can give chemotherapy to reduce that. So really the main treatment is surgery. Uh, radiotherapy plays an important part and there is a role for hormonal treatment and potentially chemotherapy, and, but that really depends on your, on the type of cancer you have and the risk of the cancer coming back. Now, if it was a type of cancer in the unfortunate situation where the breast cancer had spread to other parts of the body, Mm. then the treatments would be usually would be chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. um, But there are new targeted treatments available, which are, again, focused on what type of cancer you are, for example. um, And those targeted treatments may be available for you, but it really depends on what type of cancer you have.
0: So there are a few different options. There
1: are a lot. The thing with breast cancer, there are a yeah. lot of treatment options available, right. um, and that's testament to a lot of the research going on in the field. Yeah. Um, and there's always new treatments being developed for patients. But for the early cancer, where there's a lump, the main important treatment is surgery then uh, radiotherapy potentially, yeah. then other treatments depending on individual circumstances. I
0: see. So what I find is um, when I see women and I've, I've assessed their breasts and they've noticed that they've got a lump and I've assessed and I can feel a lump, a lot of women aren't actually worried about the lump and they're actually worried about if it is cancer, what are the side effects of, of treatment? Yeah, and yeah. one of the most common things is losing your hair. Yeah. And, and a lot of women, of course, um, very naturally are worried about the implications of losing hair. And I actually remember one patient who was thinking, he said to me, actually, I don't actually want to know if I have cancer. I'd rather just live my life and not know because the lump wasn't affecting her. She just found it. She didn't have any symptoms. It wasn't really worrying her. And she thought, actually, if I find out then I'd need treatment and then I might have to deal with things like hair loss. And I, she just didn't want to even accept like going down that route and it, I, can, I can appreciate it's quite a hard thing for women to even take in to absorb the fact that they might have cancer so obviously you have radiotherapy of chemotherapy what are some of the sort of complications yeah. of of getting it yeah. you know hair loss is obviously one yeah. of them um can you tell us like which one's more likely you are going to get hair loss in and are there any other complications yeah.
1: so firstly as I said you know the main treatment if it's a local a lump just in the breast the most important treatment is surgery and that does not obviously does not cause hair loss mm-hmm. um, and the side effects are you know it's generally a very you know a very good operation mm-hmm. uh, the side effects are generally very minimal yeah. but you know you talk to you can talk about the risks and side effects with the breast surgeon who do th- who are you know do the operations who are experts in this yeah. in terms of um, chemotherapy um, not everyone needs chemotherapy a lot of people actually don't need chemotherapy okay it really depends on you know what type of cancer it is has it spread to any lymph nodes which may decide if we give chemotherapy or not yeah. and that's all again a decision made by the oncologist where they take in all these factors together mm. so firstly if you do have if you're unfortunate to you know do, were diagnosed with breast cancer, you may not necessarily need chemotherapy mm. um, and that's a decision you have um, you you'll be having a discussion with the oncologists. Yeah. Um, so if you so that's one important thing to notice radiotherapy, which is a common treatment for breast cancer, doesn't cause any hair loss. It really is focused in the breast or the, if we do treat the lymph nodes, it's focused around the lymph node regions. Yeah. and um, the main common side effects really while temporary would be tiredness and it can cause some skin redness and reaction but again talk to your oncologist and those symptoms generally improve but do, do talk to your oncologist and they can go through that with mm. you but um, in terms of hair loss that doesn't radiotherapy wouldn't cause that. It would
0: cause it. And then, of course in terms of the aesthetic side of things
1: yeah,
0: there's the hair loss but of course if you have surgery yeah. then you have to remove part of your breast tissue no. so for women that have that option of just having surgery, perhaps they don't need chemo, yeah. they may still be worried about, actually, I'm gonna have breasts that perhaps don't look the same, they're gonna look different, the body shape will change. Yeah. What options are available for women after having surgery, in terms of restoring mm-hmm. that sort of aesthetic yeah. aesthetic look? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's an important question. And do, you know, if, you know, do talk to your, the breast surgeon, About that, because there are a lot of treatment options available. Mm. They can do reconstruction, reconstructive operations. They can, you know, do something called symmetrization where they can try and arrange, make sure that there's a bit more symmetry to both breasts. Okay. Um, but you know, you know, there are a lot of there are treatment options available. Again, it depends on your individual breast size and shape, and that will be something you know your breast surgeon will know a lot about.
0: So it's in essence a breast reconstructive surgery
1: so they they can talk through uh, they can talk through that the options available for, right. for you. So okay.
0: So moving on to our final question, many women are worried. They want scans, they're wondering if there can be any screening done for potential breast lumps, for potential breast cancer. So, in we both work in the UK, so in terms of screening programs available in the UK, can you tell us a little bit about what yeah. is available? Yeah.
1: So, if, uh, breast cancer It generally affects. uh, Is the most common risk factor is getting older. Yeah. So it really does affect um, people as they get older. Mm -hmm. So um, the screening program is really started at the age of fifty, and that's every three years um, to the age of seventy. And so, people with age of fifty will be invited to go for mammograms. Um, It's not done at a young age because mammograms isn't that as good in younger women to picking up breast cancer. But if you have any symptoms, you know, you can and signs or symptoms you're worried about, you know, see your GP straight away he will refer you um, if they are concerned of any breast lumps. Important thing for younger women is that do do regular self-examinations. It is, a, it is, a, it is uncommon to have breast cancer in a young age. Mm-hmm. But if you do have a strong family history, um, then do you know or other risk factors do speak to your GP um, and they they can refer they can you know talk about you know do individual risk assessments um, about whether you need earlier screening or not
0: so really important to check your breasts and really important to go to your screening when you get invited Um, and also if you're high risk it's really important to tell your doctor about it so that's really important key information that you've given us. Thank you so much, Dr. Ragu. Yeah, We're so you. so grateful that we've got a, a friend who's actually a <laughs> cancer doctor who can give us all this information. So if you do have any further questions that you want answering by Dr. Ragu, put them in the comments below. He'll jump on board and he'll answer any questions. And if you have any specific questions, feel free to um, message me on Instagram at dr.ravina. And we also have a free women's health ebook that you can download from the comments below. Okay, so until next time, take care, bye!